0: Welcome to Game Brain, a board game podcast about our gaming group. I'm your host, Tom Donnelly, and it is round 14, turn five, if you can believe it. And I'm here with some of my favorite people in the whole world. Uh, I'm here with the casual gamer, Jake. How are you doing, Jake? I'm doing really well. So happy to be here with you two guys. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, and we said oh, there's one other person. Yeah, we're, we're going to be trying to do more three-person episodes. Um, we find the more is generally the merrier. Uh, we will test that to its limits today because the third <laughs> member <laughs> of our podcast today is none other, my brother from another mother, the Game Breaker, Paul. Yay! Yay! Uh, 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 uh. <laughs>
1: you are a bad person, Tom McDonnelly. <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't
0: know, <laughs> Paul. You're not all here. I'm not. I'm less of a man. You are less of a man. Not Listen, in my eyes, Paul. That is true. That's you right. are. You are. You are not all here. Uh, <laughs> Paul is about ninety-seven percent here today. It turns out that uh, about
1: a week and a half ago, I had gallbladder surgery, mm-hmm. and they took out my gallbladder, mm-hmm. and so uh, so I have four holes in my body, looking like I've got shot four times. So could wow. I? Could I be Dimitri for a second? No, go for it. Go for it.
0: That is galling.
1: Held it. That's, that was perfect. Act, accurate. How are you accurate. feeling,
2: Paul? Real questions. How are you feeling?
1: I am feeling better than I thought I would. That's fantastic. You know, like, you know, like whenever so- someone says, Hey, let's remove an organ. Like, you know, you kind of think like, Oh no, that's, yeah, a, that's a big deal. And it's still a bad <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but I will say like, you know, my, like I'm, I'm about collecting experiences. And so one. I've never been, I've never had surgery before, which is, you know, whatever. But like, uh, they really drug you in a way that, like, at least for me, I'm I'm just out. Propofol, right? Did o- you whatever? Did they
2: do the countdown backwards
1: with no, you? No, they did. They they, it's like they injected something into me, and they go, "Okay, we're going to take you." To, and I'm out, and I wake up, and I have like four holes in me. Yeah. But what's interesting is that, um, uh, like, in 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 that interim, I have this like dream where I'm just like fighting all these people, like like. Ah! Uh huh. And I'm, it, you have that vague dream kind of thing, and uh, I go like that probably wasn't a dream. That was probably me uh, dealing with some stuff as people trying to stick a tube down my throat for the anesthesia. Mm. I go, I better not think about it too much, or it's going to freak me out. Okay. Uh, and so days later, I talk to a friend of mine who's an anesthesiologist, and she, I just tell her about the experience, and she just starts laughing. And goes, Oh yeah, that totally happened. <laughs> happens all the time. Oh my. Like, and I'm going like, Oh man, because I'm feeling really weird. I feel like. I might be dead, and like I might just be a clone of me, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. and she's just like just cracking up. I go like, oh, you have, you know, like there's a different style of humor here going on. Jake, does
0: it seem like he's been replaced? I don't think so.
1: I wouldn't have known. If He is. It's a perfect copy. I
0: think it's a really good clone. Yeah, he'll
2: unzip at one point, but for now, it's perfect.
0: No, I had, I had my very first colonoscopy just a, a little while ago, less than a month ago. Okay. and they gave me the propofol, and? and they were, and I was told before that that I get some, you get some, you can get some really good dreaming in on the propofol, and I have this thing where before I go to sleep, most nights, I spend ten to twenty minutes thinking about the story that I'm writing at uh, any given time, mm-hmm, right, sure. and going over the story problems sure, and sure. thinking that because what I found is that over the course of the night often enough, like once or twice a week, I will have a dream about that because you tend to dream yep. about the daily residue, right? Prime the the, the, the yeah, things, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I get some great work done while I'm sleeping. I've just basically uh, outsourced mm-hmm. the, uh, the the brainstorming to the subconscious. That's cool. And so I did that for the colonoscopy because I'm like, okay, here we go. Crazy good dreams, like really big <laughs> dreams. Here we go. And I spent like a half an hour, all the time I was waiting you know, the nurses are saying, Okay, do you understand? Yeah, 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 whatever. I'm 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 in my I'm in my mind palace. <laughs> I'm doing mm-hmm. my I'm doing my thing. Pope fall, boom, out, boom, up. No time had Nothing, passed. No. no idea that any time. That had was passed. my exact experience. Nothing. when I had
2: my back surgery. Yeah. It was the countdown from ten. I don't remember ten. Yeah, and then you're waking up, you're
1: just opening your eyes, and it's like, okay. This is old men talking about their. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, I mean, hey. or, or, or young men aging ungracefully. That's right. Well, actually, I was talking to the anesthesiologist, and here's what was creepy it's that um, it's not that you're necessarily knocked out, it's that you don't form memories. Like, your brain isn't recording at that point. Mm-hmm. So, you could be actually awake and freaking out. Like going, don't but because it's not rolling with it, it doesn't like, matter. Exactly. you only wow. you only you only remember what you're when it starts record again. Yeah. And so it's like you you know. your brain gets put on pause. And so what I next time, hopefully there won't be, but if there's a next time, what I'm planning to do is have myself being recorded. Uh huh. Like B will do to this.
0: fill in the lost time. Yeah, like like B this will is like a
2: Philip K. Dick story right now. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what
0: he's describing. Well, I mean it's like that remember that time that we intercepted Paul? Yeah. yeah like yeah. Uh, it was Paul Prime so or Paul Clone. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I'm like, I, like surgery. we can't really talk about it because y- they said that there's a small chance that he can start to remember then. But that was that was the best month of our lives. I thought that was amazing. We're glad you're doing well. We are very I'm glad. So you're happy doing it went well. Um, it's uh, amazing what they can do. Uh, consequences of gallbladder surgery. You're 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 you have a harder time dealing with fat.
1: Maybe like you know like I like I'm. Uh, I'm not noticing it. Like you know, ultimately, the gallbladder is a big bag that holds your uh, bile, and then it concentrates it. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I'm so me, mm-hmm. my bile is already so strong. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, you're, you're basically it's like half
2: blood, half bile.
1: <laughs> Paul shows up, and boom, all bile. That's and, all you it, get. So I guess what it is is like you know, I have no bladder to carry my gall, so I'm all
0: gall all the it. time, all Paul, all Paul, yeah. all gall. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. T-shirts will be available. Well, so uh, Nobladder Paul and Jake are here, and we're going to be talking about the 2021 Richard Garfield extravaganza, The Hunger. And then we're going to talk about games that tell stories and the stories we tell in games. How about we get right into it and get to this week's game night. <laughs> Uh, we did not have a Maddie game night this week. Maddie's children were sick and didn't want, and being a good global citizen, did not want to get anybody else sick or even make a chance for that. I, I did play uh, a game with Ben at his, like, he had a a Sunday thing
1: with some of his friends. Sure. Uh, uh, also friends of him, maybe not of the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> well. uh, and, and we played Mon- Monumental. Ah. Uh, and uh, Ben made it a point to take me aside yesterday and goes, please call out. How much he did not like that game. <laughs> Say <Same laughs> on the pod, he had terrible time playing that game. All right. So Ben Noted. hates Monumental. Very much so, apparently. It, it, was, it was one of his worst gaming experience. he says. Tell us a little wow. bit about Monumental. So it's a, it's a deck builder. And its real, it's real innovation is like rather than uh, playing your cards out, you play your cards out in a three-by-three three matrix. And then you pick columns and rows as which to uh, cards to take, and those will be your actions. And you refill those rows.
0: Okay, so That's then, cool.
1: Yeah, it's 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 interesting. And then I feel like uh, Black Angel was doing some things in a similar way. Sure, sure. And um, and then you you're you know you're people on a map, and you're just trying to do some area control. You get some cards, and you you know it's it's all very mm-hmm. uh, what you call it. The word is uh, it's done before. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Matrix is probably the the most I- innovative thing and uh i i won so it was okay so you loved it i don't want to say i loved it but like well, that's your only criteria that's especially yeah me it's uh, one of your criteria it, it, it. <laughs> My my, micro- did, it, destroying. Did I win? Yeah. Did somebody cry? Yeah, right. And, and I got both in a way, like, nice. yeah, but like, oh, it's not, it's not even cry. It's Not even cry. Paul's game of the year, monumental. Like, like I Ben, I play, he broke Ben. I played pretty poorly actually, but like, okay. it turns out that my poor play was still better, still better than well. Ben. <laughs> but, but anyway, like you know, it it was one of those things where like I could see how it could really to a certain type of person we played it at six and that was probably way too many miniatures to be on a, a hexamap sure oh, it's miniatures yeah like well it's it's you know are your, you're you have it's your buildings yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 And so i thought it was fine but like you'd have to want that experience right. And i i think the like he compared compared it to Ankh where he goes like he does not like Ankh. But he goes like, I can see that there is some fun to be found in this game, mm-hmm. and he had less flattering things to say about Monumental. Gotcha. But wow. I don't. Know if he had me make sure because I, I wouldn't have said it. I'm like, oh, I play Monumental. No, you, no, you don't know, care. That's fine. But like you know, but Ben, Ben being so opinionated because he's the opinion, opinionated
0: gamer. Yes, he is. He uh, he he needed to know that. So uh, got so it. Go. Uh, so we did not have a Matt game night. We uh, evidently, Paul had the best game night of his life, Uh, but then we did have a rollicking Friday night game night here at the office. Well, did things got crazy? I mean, how many people people do you think we had? We had 14, I think 13. Yeah, 13, 13, 14, something like that. Huge, huge turnout. That's the most we had, I'd ever seen. We had our dear friend Cal come in from Canada. Cal used to be uh, a Los Angeles resident and was a fixture at our at our game nights and then had to move away. But every time he's in town, he tries to stop on by, and it's always a pleasure to see him. Uh and we had a, a second special guest who had flown in, and that is Elder. Elder is back in Los Angeles. He has okay.
3: moved
0: yeah. in. Oh. Elder is back. It was so good to see him. It was great. Um, We played uh, The Hunger, because that is our review for the day. We also played, a a group of us played Darwin's Journey that Elder brought, and another group played Lowlands. I believe all three games were very successful. I think people had a great time playing that. We also played Wavelength. Yes, we did. I don't. (laughs) I I do not recall this. This is where the anesthesia comes in, and then you don't record memory. I didn't record a memory. I don't. I don't have any.
1: I don't have any recollection of that. I mean, yesterday was would be the closest I've seen game night to be a a, like a Robert Altman movie (laughs) (laughs) because like everyone had their own little world, and everyone like you know, Cal was going, "Oh my God, Darwin, this is so amazing. This is the game that I love to play. This is the type of game." You know, Ben is so excited. like, "Oh, I finally get lowlands at the table." Like, yeah. you know, uh in on our side, we're playing I'm a vampire. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it did kind of feel like it was Ocean's 11
2: setup scene where everybody's planning to like the, do the big heist at this table. yeah they're yeah, doing yeah. That, it,
0: yeah. They're working on the vault. There was a lot of gentlemen we're, we're, in this room. Yeah. It,
2: it felt seriously like shoulder to
1: shoulder, we were in this together. But what was funny
0: was This was Ocean's 13. yeah
1: At least what Ben was telling me on the ride back home, it was like, uh oh, and Dimitri, he just had a terrible time. Like you know, he's playing low lens. He's going, like, I did not. Oh, I don't like uh, Uwe Rosenberg. It's not a Uwe Rosenberg. Game, it is but not. But it's just, we it, get it. And then and then like when we pull out uh, wavelength, he goes, oh, they're playing wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> and so like every like if you just like we're in this movie, just see all these characters. Everyone's having their own different experience yeah. in one space. It's hilarious. But isn't that
0: like for you? Mm-hmm. Is there anything better? than 12 people together having a great time and Dimitri having an awful time isn't that oh, like, I, like isn't that the ultimate <laughs> well, well, the way we I would describe it's like <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a person who
1: enjoys a little salt with my dessert mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very sweet um, not you know?
2: everybody can win not everybody
1: win. is a good loser and, and not everyone remembers
0: all the games that we yeah. play
2: <laughs> Oh, it's all about being with friends. We There's had a we lot had, of we had friends callbacks
0: to to old time. To we we yeah. went out. We went out. And we had like a nine person Chinese dinner last night and ordered all kinds of. Uh, you should plug them uh, in uh, and get free food. All of items. Hapu. We are we are looking for sponsors. Hapu. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it was great. It was. A, it, it really was fun. It was a great night. Like I, uh, you know, like I was going like, oh, this is a really good evening. Like there yeah. it was like a kind of like a great experience from like, uh, was it nose to tail? Is that Yes, to no mm-hmm. tail. Yeah, Snout to tail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No. So it, it was great. It was, you know, and I feel bad for Dimitri. He didn't get to play Wavelength. You know, I love it when you know we play because it's always it's the thing that I enjoy the most. You're really good at it, first of all. Well, I'm
0: I'm okay at it. Is I he, think he is. Well, I, is he though? That's what I witnessed. All right. When <laughs> listen, Wavelength is not. Tom's character assassination. And Paul. No, 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 it's not a great game. It's a great experience. <laughs> it is a great experience. It is not a great game, and the reason it's not a great game is that one team can continually get their needles on the sides. There's a luck component. If your needles are on the sides, the game you're in easy mode. If the game, yeah. if the, if your needles are in the middle, you're in hard mode. That's just the way it is. That said, none of the <laughs> needles were on the sides in our game. <laughs>
1: What? It wasn't on this. No, there was you no. Had a what are you talking about? I mean, Hold on. No. Okay. Had a Hard of or soft? No. Limp or uh, limp or uh, rigid,
0: right? rigid? Right. Rigid. Right. Yeah. Cast iron pan. How could that? Cl- of there course, it's on that. It's way on. You had you had tons on the side. We were all within five degrees of dead north. Fun was had by all. Fun was had. It was all. a
1: good experience. Like there, there was a moment where like I I stopped the game and I said Tom. Just so you know, this is the game I love to play most with you. And I love, I love playing Avalon with you. It's one of my favorite experiences to have with you. But this game, this is the one. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's no other game where I excel so much and you (laughs) don't.
2: (laughs) We, we had a, t- you know, we
1: didn't know. do great. What, what, it, it was ten to two. It was ten
3: to two.
0: Yeah, to two. Oh, Once again, if if you're uh. always on the edges and you can give a clue for 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 rigid or or, or limp, here's some clapping for Paul. Good job, Paul. Yeah, oh, let's you, Paul, all say good, good so, job, Paul. You did well done. Well done, so good. Paul. No, I, I am so good. less good. of a man, so like I need it. I need it now. And he did it without his gallbladder, so that's pretty impressive. The problem is, is that he no longer has a bladder to contain the. Bile, it just, the, the bile just comes, it just, it free flows. But it, it you know what, flows. channel it. Uh, focus can. it, and he he's can. ours, so. He's got no he's got no beavers, there's no dam left, it's just all pouring out. Here's Paul, uh, Paul Sands beaver. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my, indeed. Shall we get to the game yes. news? Good evening, Mr.
3: Mister. Missing Officer, South America, all the tips and
0: clippers to see, let's go to press, cloud. news. Um, So we know this series of games that started with Raiders of the North Sea, moved on to Architects of the West Kingdom, and so on and so forth. Well, um, if you notice from all of their games, they're all North and West, which meant that they had the opportunity to open up new avenues in the game. And sure enough, we have a new game coming out, which is called Wayfarers of of the South Tigris. Did I I say that right? I believe I did. Yes, yes. Uh, Wayfarers of the South Tigris is by uh, uh, Shem Phillips and the same group of people that did all of those games. Those games, um, I never loved them. I think Architects was my favorite of the bunch. Uh, But... I didn't dislike them either. They just weren't quite my bag. They were a little too multiplayer solitaire for the most part. But we have huge fans here of them. Elder, I know, is a huge... He, he'll stand for those games, no question about it. Um, and this one looks a little different. I think they, what they're trying to do is they're trying to create a different flavor for each direction of the, of the compass. And this one is going to be a... Um, I guess the, the way to say it is a, a kind of a, a scouting and mapping game. Hmm. where you're where you're taking cards and you're building a tableau that is an exp- exploration of the territory which is very different like than the games that they have done.
2: We've we've played a game like that before where you lay tiles to build the map in like with with a river going
0: through it. Oh, your Carcassonne. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds, absolutely. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be more like a card game. I think uh I think all of their games have uh, certain elements in common, right? That they 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 build off of a a central mechanism set. Though this one does look like it might be a little bit different, right? I think
1: it's like, I will give it a try. Like you know, it's it's one of those things where I, too, was not in love with architects or raiders. I found that if the person who I'm playing with is enthusiastic about it, like Matt tends mm-hmm. to be, uh, it was totally a great way to connect uh, because it wasn't offensive in any way. The, the, the mechanics are so invisible, you know, that you're just, you're just playing and that allows that banter and like that, that discussion, uh, so it wasn't cumbersome.
2: I didn't play the first one, but I played the second one, I think, with Matt also. Uh, Paladins? I, no, of the two you just mentioned. Oh, got it, got it, got it, yes. The second one is the one I did. The Architects of the West yeah. Kingdom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Architects is a good game. There's no question about it. It's, I like how there, are, there is a corruption mechanism, mm-hmm. and the, the, it's got a lot of really good ideas in it, for sure. Just didn't quite revise the level of, of my favorites, but these are, beloved, these are beloved games, and they're putting together... They're putting together a collection of games that all have uh, slightly different uh, aspects and design features and and play differently. And I think that's really great. Uh, Wayfarers is going to be coming out on Kickstarter in around March, they're saying 2022. So keep your eye out for that. Next up, uh, this is, do you ever have those nostalgia things where the moment you even hear the name of something, it just, it just pings your heart? Nope, I have no heart. I yeah, this is no. correct. That's correct, Paul. That was that <laughs> was that was a lot young, a lot older, yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot longer ago. Uh, I do, Tom. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys would not. This doesn't mean anything to you, but I'm going to say the name of a game. Uh, Devil Bunny needs a ham. Devil Bunny needs a ham. No, nothing. Nothing no, either. No, sorry. No. All right. So uh, there was a ga- there was a guy. There is a guy named James Ernest. James Ernest founded Cheap Ass Games quite a long time ago, and his idea was, "Why don't we create? The, we got all these Euro. We have all these new games and new mm-hmm. game designs coming out and stuff like that. But everything's so expensive, and you got to get the wood from Germany. You got to do all this and this stuff. What if we just come up with fun games? We put them in basically a Manila envelope. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. It's all just cardboard. Okay, chits." Okay. Right. Super cheap, super low and just gonzo really is what we're talking about here. And we'll sell them for five bucks uh, an envelope. Right. Sure. OK. And then they came out with Kill Dr. Lucky. Kill Dr. Lucky is in takes place on a map that is almost exactly the same as the mansion in Clue. The only thing is, is that it's like the precursor to Clue because what you're trying to do is you're trying to kill Dr. Lucky mm,
3: so that later people they will come and, they will, and, uh-huh. and they'll investigate.
0: So doc- Dr. Lucky moves in a certain way and everyone is trying to chase him down and find ways to murder him. It was a fun game. Mm. It was, a fun, it was a, f- a fun little game. I really liked it. Um, then he did a game called Before I Kill You, uh, Mr. Bond. Uh, then they got sued, yep. and then they called yeah, yeah. it the totally renamed Spy Game, uh-huh. <laughs> and then later on they figured out we could we could call it "Before I Kill You, Mister Spy." Mm-hmm. So that's what the game is called now. Um, they had a game called Deadwood, I remember, which is it, it was set at a uh, one of those uh, ranches where they film uh, old old movie, mm-hmm. old Western movies, sure, Western sure. TV shows, and you were. You were trying to to make your productions work, and everything was going wrong. It's a lot of dice chucking. It's a lot of you know. As long as you don't roll a six, everything's fine. Um, you know, I don't think the the hobby went James Ernest's way. I think James Ernest said that. I think the the way to do this is to create great, great games and keep the components simple and just play it in your mind. And you don't need the, You don't need the fancy stuff. Uh, Kickstarter has uh, proven him very wrong, but. The games are interesting. They're fun, and as long as it's on the, you know, as long as it stays on the cheap ass side, it's kind of interesting. Uh, on Kickstarter right now is Devil Bunny Games. Two Devil Bunny Games: Devil Bunny Needs a Ham, and Devil Bunny Versus the Entire Galaxy. In Devil Bunny Needs a Ham, we are uh, sous chefs that are chasing Devil Bunny up a skyscraper. Devil Bunny is trying to get to the ham at the top. And along the way, he's going to encounter butterflies of each person's color, and we have to get those butterflies. Why is Devil Bunny going after the ham? Jake, tell me, why is Devil Bunny going after him?
2: To make the food? We have no idea. We don't know. We have
0: no idea. We have no idea why his name is Devil Bunny. We have no idea why he is a bunny with a pitchfork. We have no idea why he's going after the ham. We have no idea why he's climbing a skyscraper. We don't know why we're climbing a skyscraper after him. We don't know what the butterflies have to do with anything. But that is the game. It's Devil Bunny needs a
1: ham. It sounds like maybe like you know there was this tradition in I don't know like you know the theater of the absurd like mm. Ionesco and stuff like that. And this is like games of the absurd.
0: Mm. You know, like the rhinoceros, but Devil Bunny gets the ham. A little bit, yeah. James Ernst was definitely having a lot of fun making these games. He was having a lot of fun, you know, poking the establishment in the eyes and saying, "No, this is this is a game." Plus, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the maybe it's the, the meter of it, but I could say Devil Buddy Devil Needs a Ham like a million times.
2: Maybe it's his, like, poke at all the mindless phone app games where you're basically just <laughs> doing something disconnected, swiping left, right. Tapping. Maybe he's
1: going onto Google and doing, a, like, a, just a word generator, a phrase yeah. generator. And just yeah, random, yeah, totally. It, it could be a great many things, <laughs> uh, I think, but it, that's a winner. Anyway, they're not great games. I'm gonna go out on a limb.
0: I'm gonna tell you, um, this is game I, brain where we recommend not great games. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, I think Trace Head would explode if you play Devil Bunny Needs a Ham. Yeah, uh, but if you want a true dice chucker, mm-hmm. a true beer and pretzels, let's just have some fun at the end of the night. There are worse things you could do than play something like Devil Bunny Needs Ham or the new game Devil Bunny versus the entire galaxy. And uh, look, it, it might be a cool thing to check out. Certainly something that is interesting. And I, I thought it was worth it just to take a trip down memory lane and to talk about some of the ways the hobby started. Um, I feel like what you want to do is like take some illicit drugs and play these
1: games and then just record yourself mm-hmm. see what happens. Or just the drugs. There you go.
2: There you go. Yeah, uh, you don't even need the games uh, after that. You're we're
1: game-brained. We are game brain. we do not actually recommend <laughs> any... <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be clear. No, no, no. Don't take drugs. No, kids. no, no. Play games instead. Uh, the pledge is only 19 bucks for Devil Bunny Needs a Ham. I think it used to be 5 but now it, it has actual color components. It has an actual mini of Devil Bunny, which is quite cute. Um, and it comes with the Devil Bunny dice and uh, a couple hey, of, well, a couple of things. So uh, there you go. And if you want the the full thing, Devil Bunny versus the Galaxy, it's another 19 bucks. Check that out. Um and next
1: up, wait. This is what like going down memory lane looks like to Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the whole segment is, is this idea of like, oh, this is what it looks like to be in Tom's brain. So interesting. <laughs> old obscure games yeah, that i barely remember games. exactly like a, I'm, our children i remember hood. those five dollar games that i bought and like you know just throwing those dice those are my happy it's like your ratatouille <laughs> moment I, a
0: little <laughs> bit yeah, yeah yeah i like throwing dice <laughs> i'm not judging it i'm just saying this is insight into tom's psyche i probably owned five or six cheap ass games at, sure. at uh-huh. some point because you know just
2: because they were
0: out there was no amazon Mm-hmm. yeah right so you go to a game convention or something like that right yeah. and all of a sudden that's where you can buy the games yeah. right and i bought this and i bought this and what i got i got four bucks left over oh guess what
1: i can buy devil bunny needs a no, ham No, like, <laughs> I, i'm just imagining it like you know there you are getting your kickstarter with devil Bunny gets him you're rolling the dice you know like uh dolly zoom into your eyeball and you, young
0: tom like going
1: oh
0: ah. <laughs> <The> red. <Ratatouille moment. laughs> Uh, next up, we have a new game out. If I said the name Brian Baru, what does that mean to you? Nothing. Nothing. Says him. Brian, I say Baru? That very Brian casually. Baru. The Brian Baru. Yes. Casually. No, I'm saying nothing. That. nothing. 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 Wrong guy. The High King of Ireland. You bastards! How dare you?
1: How Ireland dare you? Like, like he's saying it in an accent as if that's going to help.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it should. It should. Okay. So so. Brian Boru was the a, the son of a chieftain uh, down in uh, Munster, down in the county what's County Kerry today, mm-hmm. and uh, the Vikings were invading Ireland, and he was the chieftain's son who became chieftain and organized basically all of Ireland to repel the uh, uh, Vikings. The Vikings, exactly. And the raiders in, of the North Sea and doing so united <laughs> and doing so united Ireland only to be killed on the day of uh, of, of victory. I'm not going to lie; like you know, I feel like my uh, public school
1: education has lacking now because of this moment where that's I was the First not, time I'm ever hearing about that's it. right. That's right. There are people outside of America. No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. This is a, a this is a, the public education system on trial at you know on um, Cambridge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me give you a quick quick introduction. There are two famous kings of Ireland, right? There is Brian Boru, and there was a Nile of the Nine Hostages. <laughs> Literally, Nile of the Nine Hostages, of which, by the way, the Donnellys. the Donnellys were one of the uh, one of their uh, uh, chief uh, allies. Oh, I thought you were going
2: to say you were one of the Nine Hostages.
0: No, no, no. We were, oh, we, okay. we, we were with the chief. The, the Donnellys are the the bloody hand of Ireland, and we were the uh, the. Uh, now they're just bloody warriors, enforcers, <laughs> enforcers of the uh, of, of the. Um, of the violence in the... in the pro- You have a problem, you come to a Donnelly. That's all what, that's what we can say, right? Uh, well, like, side note, like, you know, yesterday, Tom
1: was compared to the Norse god Thor. It's true. It's it, true. It, it, and then someone said, like... not quite flattering. N- n- not, not the MCU version, but, like, you know... <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it was, it was just, like, you know, this awkward silence.
1: Chirp, 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 chirp.
0: <laughs> anyway. But I don't... I mean, I've seen non... MCU version, Sator, and he looks fine to me, so I'm fine with it. I got no problem. But uh, there is a game called Brian Baru. Brian Baru. Wow. There is. It is. It is a game, and it's called Brian Baru. And uh, I think it's. I think I'm going to stop the accent now. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all would like that. <laughs> That's, it was good, but uh, it was something. This is a game. This is a game <laughs> by a designer named Pierre Sylvester. Pierre Sylvester. Is a fantastic designer. Okay. Peel Sylvester designed Wir sind das Volk. That is that uh, East Germany, West Germany game. It plays a little bit like Twilight Struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal game. Just truly amazing. Highly recommend uh, a Peel Sylvester game. So I'm really looking forward. He also did The King is Dead. That sounds more familiar. He's, he's, done, a, he's done a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. He's a good designer. Great. He's a good designer. He knows what he's doing. Uh, three or five players, uh, Brian Baru, High King of Ireland, uh, is going to be a game only plays in about 90 minutes, so it's, it's not very long. What you're doing is, is you're, you're, you're drawing a hand of cards in which you're going to be bidding on taking over various cities and towns in Ireland Thereby building up an area majority eventually, so that the the various uh, counties of uh, of Ireland, not counties because back then it was more like provinces back yeah. in the day, uh, in order to uh, in order to win the game by controlling the most territory, but it is a very Irish game in which you can exert influence through the clergy. You can do it through marriage you can do it by fighting the vikings and gaining prestige that way so there's a lot of different uh a lot of different elements a lot of different ways and uh yeah i i can't wait to buy this game bring out that irish accent all night long it sounds like you know like like the brave heart of ireland it does yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah i think so there you go i think so in context of that like i got bono I got uh like Oscar Wilde, sure. Michael Collins, <laughs> St yeah. Patrick. Those are the...
2: I cool. play it. Sounds cool. Yeah. Unite yeah. the people.
0: Exactly. Unite the unite the people, fight off the <laughs> fight off the bad guys. O- only the bad guys in this case are not the English. And the jab jab. <laughs> <laughs> and Ireland became uh, an independent country, which four times. Scotland <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. still yeah. to this yeah. day is. Yeah. Uh, I think I, you know, not to get too political, but I think Scotland's going to become an independent country pretty soon. Mm. That's my guess. Mm. That's my guess. Is game brain, like political, like you know, <laughs> prognosticating. Like we'll it's, deep. it's deep. We'll see. I'm into we'll see. It. Uh, let's let's put it this way: the world is watching. There was a referendum on uh, on whether or not they would be independent, and uh, Scotland voted very narrowly to stay a part of uh, Great Britain. And when they did, they were they were being promised that uh, look, you don't want to leave us. If you leave us, you won't be in the EU. And then a couple years later, England, almost exclusively England, uh, voted to take the Great Britain out of the EU. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Which brings us to our last news item: hegemony. Hegemony lead your class to victory. Um, You ever? read about a game, you ever look into a game and say, this is either going to be one of my favorite games of all time or a complete and utter disaster.
1: That's how I thought about QE. Yeah?
0: That's, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I thought this was going to be it and
1: it, it was not the thing that I would hope it would be. Is this thing from like the Enders
2: <clears throat> series?
0: No, it is not. It, okay. is, uh, it is a modern day uh, world conquest game uh, that is designed by college professors, and uh, in particular sociologists and and, uh, historians and people like that. It comes with a 46-page educational booklet called Concepts. And in it, you do not play the United States versus Britain. You do not play... You know, you you do not play this versus that. You don't play the communists versus the capitalists or the Islamists or the whatever. No, you play one of four factions. There are four factions in the game. And they are the working class, mm-hmm. the middle class, the capitalists,
1: and the state. What is the difference between the working class and the middle class in this? Yeah. What, what do you think that would be? About $20,000 a year. <laughs> it seems like a very narrow, like, you know, distinction.
2: It's a gray area. Uh, well, mm. I'm curious.
1: I mean, that, that's just my, I'm just curious how they break it down. I'm sure there's a more Blue concrete collar distinction. collar versus white collar. Well, shall I?
0: Sure. Uh, the working class is the biggest segment of every society, and the player taking charge of the working class, your goal is to defend its interests and tend to its needs. You care about people's prosperity. You do everything in your power to keep your population fed, healthy, and educated, and let them enjoy some luxurious goods and services once in a while, Okay. Uh, uh, whereas if you're in the middle class uh, you represent two different groups white collar workers and small and medium sized enterprises hence your play style incorporates both the working class and the capitalist class you're trying to manage your businesses and ensure that they stay profitable simultaneously you want to raise your workers prosperity right Mm. this out of difficult so you're playing the balancing game if this works this is a fascinating game sure no
1: I'd love to give it a try you know I don't love the idea of reading a 47
0: page you don't, oh, you, do don't you don't have to that's supplementary uh-huh. that's supplementary but it is
1: but you will win if you
0: read it it is a game it is a game that is highly asymmetric evidently evidently mm-hmm. the the four people you're playing in a very very different way uh, Rotto did a paid uh, a, a paid preview of it mm-hmm. and uh, had some very <laughs> very glowing things to say about it like he said it's the game of the year for him like how long does it play um, it's a long game. Like the way you're pitching, fifty it, years, fifty years. That's, that's right. How like long it's, takes. It's, it plays forever. <laughs> Your entire
2: adult life. I, and then you die.
0: I think it might be a it, it. might be a three
1: to four hour game. Like uh, it reminds me of how you pitch. Here I stand. You know, where here here. Oh, all so teams. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, and it's very. It's a great you know simulation. It's a great little science experiment as a game. I don't exactly
0: know. It's amazing. Yes, yes. We, we, we. Here's Tom. Like, you let's know, stipulate. <laughs> Here uh, I stand is an amazing game.
2: I think the reason I probably wouldn't like this is just the skin like I'm sure the mechanics are all genius and everything, but the last thing I want to do when I play a game is do real life
0: if you play for me. The, if you play the state, you get to wield your dragon. Uh, with a huge miniature and put it on the and put it on the board and scorch the working class. All
2: right, if the, there's the, a dragon, if there's a dragon, I could maybe do. I, it.
0: I don't appreciate
1: the miniature chaming of, of Jake. I don't, I don't appreciate. I'm that. just let, saying. Let me like, I don't want to <laughs> play the video game where
0: you're making burgers or like washing dishes. It's like we're, that's actually fun. No, it isn't Because I do that too. in real life. I don't need that in my games. Jake, right now, it's like I'm taking Jake to a fancy restaurant and he's asking if he can get the chicken fingers. That's what's no, no, no. happening. You know
2: right what now. it's like? It's like you're, you're asking me if on my night off I want to babysit. Like no,
0: I don't. I
2: want to do something different. No,
1: this, this, this
2: is. But I'm sure it's brilliant. It sounds like a social, you well, know, fantastic exploration. Like, you of know, blah like blah blah. One right. of
1: the one of the biggest video games phenomenons that always surprised me is like The Sims. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sims. I can't stand them. Uh, it's but it's it's something that people do. Like oh, let me play Life. Yeah, it's bananas to me. I, Listen,
2: I'm a, a, I'm a pure escapist. So for me, have, if it's fantasy, I'm going or sci-fi, whatever. But yeah. I don't need to I don't need to do what I'm already doing. I got that. Elves are oh, harkening in one the oh, Yeah, 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 hey, yeah.
0: Jake, play the capitalists. Uh,
2: that'll be that'll be an escape for you. That'll be different. That's true. That'll be a fantasy. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Participating in the uh yeah, capitalist environment is not my it's not my thing really. But it sounds really fascinating. It is. It's on. It Kickstarter. does. It sounds fascinating. I'm it's sure on it's Kickstarter
0: brilliant. right now. By the time you hear this, mm-hmm. it should have a little over two weeks left to go. Uh, they're at about a half a million dollars, so they're doing very well on their Kickstarter campaign. It says it should be 45 minutes per player. Yeah, so Jesus. That's, per that's, turn? No, or overall? No, that's, three, that's three hours oh, for four okay. player a four-player game. Right. I have to think about Would you play a game like called
1: Daddy Daycare? Like even if it was funny, and, no. like no, th- I no It's, it's just too tra- too much trauma for you.
2: It's not trauma; it's just overload. Uh-huh. Like I'm, I get that joy all day long in real
1: life. Interesting, interesting. Okay, okay,
0: yeah. cool, cool. Good yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah. Different strokes. Um, okay, I was gonna skip games on the brain. Like I, I think games on the brain. Oftentimes, when we talk about game night, we're kind of already talking yeah. games on games so on the what brain. Thinking about yeah. Um, but I think actually today I want to do a super quick games on the brain just because of what's going to happen this week. okay uh
1: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> oh man
0: it's the so good so good uh this is just to say that this coming week is bgg con in dallas and uh trey candace and i are going to be there repping uh game brain uh, candace is also going to be repping uh, BGG, BGT. but uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do we're planning on doing a an episode there. Do you guys at, have the t-shirts at the end of the con? Of course, we have the t-shirts. Candace have the t shirts Yes, she does. Oh, great, there you go. the t-shirt. She's she's worn it before. She's worn it to, to, to stay on our podcast for other people. Uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm a little when we went, uh, I think two three years ago, in the before times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> things like that when uh yeah we didn't you, you we had money we didn't use uh yeah a toilet paper to pay for everything sure it was uh it was a really great time had a great great uh, uh visit got to play a lot of amazing games i'm hoping that it'll be that this way the question is of course is with everything disrupted what is the experience going to be like i know for a fact that there'll be the dealer hall is going to be much much smaller so there's going to be fewer vendors and things like that um For me, the Hot Games area, that's where I was, and that's where I will be again, and Trey will be as well. If you are hearing this and you are going to be in the Dallas area or anywhere nearby, come by. Check us out. We will be wearing our Game Brain shirts most of the time, and you can find us most of the time in the Hot Games area. Come on by and say hi. We met some uh, people last time that were fans of the podcast, and we had a blast playing games with them and hanging out.
1: Like completely random because like I'm in the the coffee pocket right now. I'm like mm. peak po- coffee pocket. What if we made game brain capes? Like you know, like at Magic Mountain, they have, they have like those like like oh uh huh uh huh. And so like you know, so like during the con, you you have a game brain cape. I mean, I love a cape. Do you mean like a superhero cape? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like like but but you know at Magic Mountain they're, they're small, so like you know like like a more Shazam than a Superman cape, but like.
2: Like I love the energy and where he's going with that, but I'm more of like a baseball hat kind of guy. I, if I we had a bit, if we had a hat with the thing, I'm wearing that every day.
1: But I, I'm I'm pitching. Cape's the cape. great. No, big, yeah, Like, like I'm, 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 I'm peak pocket right. I caught. Yeah, yeah. yeah pocket, so. I see that. I see that. But like I'm thinking, game like game brain capes. I would buy a cape. Uh, well, game you know, brainers, it is all a season coming up. Would you buy a game brain cape? I'm not, not pitching. You know, I'm not. I don't think swing. we know what to get
0: Paul for Christmas. Uh, look, as a first thought, I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's, it certainly stands out. But if we're if we're talking about standing out, and mm-hmm. we're talking about wear gear, oh capes will make you stand out. <laughs> they, they will. But I be would like, who's that guy in the cape? I would go with the Viking helm before that. You know, the, uh-huh. you get the you get the horns, sure. and the big game brain, on the, uh, the beer on the front mug. Of that hat. exactly something yeah. along those lines. I, I, I would go, I, I I think we're super.
1: I think we're
2: super, too, but this is a merch discussion. So, we need to handle sweet. this another time.
0: We're
1: going to move on to the review, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I apologize. Thank you so much. I have no
0: gall. I have no it's bile true. to dissolve my coffee. So We're doing the 2021 release, The Hunger. The designer is the prolific, the amazing Richard Garfield. If you don't know who Richard Garfield is, let's just say three words. Magic, The Gathering. That is not the only thing he's done. He's done tons of other things, but... If we had to point to a single person that made sure that our hobby thrives, uh, I would say that Magic the Gathering single-handedly has kept more friendly local game stores open than any other thing in the hobby. Yeah, he's, I the, think he's the
2: uh, economic engine.
0: Correct. That keeps the whole thing playing. Exactly. Uh, the artists are uh, Marta Ivanova and Jocelyn Jock Millett. And the publisher is Renegade Game Studios. Jake, oftentimes you uh, you say, Why don't you explain the game, Tom? I'm not gonna do that this time. Okay. You're on the hook, baby.
1: Oh, that's fine.
2: Tell oh, us. Wow. Yeah, I played it twice. You, now. you got this. I played it twice, which is rare. I don't usually get to play a game a second time. But Jake, time. if
1: you can do a well, Tom the, impression, the games we review. No, I'm not doing it. No, no, any no, no, no. But do a Tom impression doing a vampire. Nope,
2: not going to do that. <laughs> you can do that. If you want to go first and do that, that's fine. Yeah, no. no, no, no. Okay, so this is both a. The theme is vampires. Each player chooses a vampire. And the idea is you have one night for the game to take place in. Because when the sun comes up at the end of the game, if you are out in the sun, you die and you get kicked out. And it is. Um, a race, basically. You leave the castle, and you have a certain amount of spaces to get all the way to the Magic Roses, and then you have to get all the way back to the castle before morning comes. And do you have to go to the Roses? You don't have to. In fact, you don't have to really go at all. You could stay still the entire game if you found some genius way to play it that way. Um, You can go forward, you can go back, though not on the same turn. Mm -hmm. And uh, how you move is... Through your cards, so you get you start with um, the player starts with what three or four cards each 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 character. Your hand is six, and you draw three. three. Okay, and each card will have movement speeds, and you can either take that full movement and progress along the track, or you can spend some of it on movement and use the rest to buy or hunt uh, people. And each person that you kill, each card that you take, has a certain kind of points in the blood that you suck. And that's what moves you along the uh, progress track as Victory you go. Victory points, yeah. Victory points, right. Um, but the problem is, you you take these corpses with you now into your hand, and as it shuffles through and cycles through, your your deck gets bigger, but it doesn't necessarily get better. So as you're as you're killing people and, and taking them into your hand, you might not be able to move as far. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, there's also tons most of
0: people have a movement, zero movement, yes. right? Some even have negative right. movement.
2: The, the overall idea is you're trying to balance. The points you get from the kills you make, and the distance you can travel so that you can manage your time to get out and back. And there's bonuses you can pick up along the way, and there's different tracks you can choose to get there. But that balancing thing is the game. That math of, like, how far can I go, how many can I kill, in order to turn back and get back in time.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Paul, tell us about uh, hunting. How does does that work? What's the... Well, uh, basically, you have your movement, your
1: points, basically, and you can spend some on movement and spend some on uh, hunting. You know, there are three columns where this one's going to cost three movement points to kill this person mm-hmm. and, you know, two and one. And ultimately, uh, each person you kill has a has a blood value, mm-hmm. I guess, which is your victory points. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you wind up, you know killing that person. Or take You take them to your discard and you move up that track. There are, what is it, is it, three areas? The first by the castle is worth zero points, but if you kill someone in the second area, which yeah, is the plain there's plains, the
0: mountains, then there's the plains, right. and then there's the With forest. With different bonuses yeah. for when you kill them, yeah. So
1: you, you get a point for killing in that, in the, in the forest, which is the furthest away, if you kill a person there, you get mm. two points. And your cards will have also modifiers, and you'll also... Yeah. Uh, that will affect that. You'll also have you know, the option of getting like familiars because vampires all have familiars. Mm-hmm. Like my, like Chop, you know, my... Yeah. M- my you had my, the vampire pig. <laughs> my vampire. Pa- and Paul, it worked f- Paul very well, well for him. Paul fell in love with his familiar. Let's it be really clear. worked well. Like, like imagine babe plus vampire. Yeah. That's what I had. And you yeah. know, and it was ba- a
2: persistent bonus that the, every the, time you had your turn, you had yeah. like a plus one to movement, right?
1: Yeah. And every time I, I would kill a person, in you know, yeah. my mind, i go that will do pig. Yeah, that will do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, and so you know, it's it's all very accessible. Like, there's, yeah. there's nothing it's an
2: interesting tech builder. I mean,
1: exactly. Like, so it's, it's your opt. The, the, the crux of the game is optimizing. You know, how far you go out, how far you come, how far you decide to go out, mm-hmm. and how fast you can come back in without exploding uh, before yeah. the sunrise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and,
2: and
0: it's it's good. It's it's really good.
2: I think it's very enjoyable
1: in the games.
0: Yeah, so uh, a couple things. First of all, there are a lot of places to go on the map. It's yep. not simply a. Oh a yeah, path. there's different bonus like spots along the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There are also three different paths. You can yeah. go by sea. You can go by rail. You can go by road. And they and move at different speeds, right? Yes, they do. They move at yeah. very different speeds. And out there, you can visit crypts. And when you mm-hmm. visit a crypt, you get to look at these bonus tiles that give you extra scoring at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And the scoring always invariably involves, hey, how many, th- how many people yeah. were three-blood? Did you kill? They how, many your nobles, how many nobles? How many nobles did you kill? You get a point each for that. Sure. That sort of stuff. Which it definitely
2: is, makes you focus on one thing or the other if you're trying to hit those bonuses. Yeah, and I you know, can, you can play played. a game where you very well you me. can play a
0: game where you collect bonuses where you yeah. get a whole bunch of different yeah. bonuses. I think and Scott then, had quite
2: a few at the end.
0: Yes, he did. Yes, he yeah. did. Uh, there are. Treasure chests that are out there. When you get those, you get these little one-time use Mm -hmm. uh, benefits that also pay you two blood. So they they, they give you a little, a little bonus with that. There's a place called the tavern where you can go on a rampage and get a whole bunch of cards Mm -hmm. all at once. There's a, there's a lot. uh, There are wells which allow you to hunt twice Mm -hmm. in a round, as long as one of the people you're hunting is a a cost one. uh, Yeah. Uh, the the one the cost one area on the board uh, can have many cards in it. Mm-hmm. That they can pile up in That's there, right. and then you can take all of those cards. Um, really, it's a, it's a gambling game, press your luck game, mm-hmm. because what you're trying to do is you're trying to get as many points as you can. Yeah. But the problem is, is that almost everything that gives you points slows, slows you, you down. down yeah. So you're racing out, and then you're racing back, and timing the racing back in. In the last two games that we played of this, at least one person mm-hmm. fried has in the sun. Up. Yeah, that's true. That <laughs> has not made it's very it back. Dramatic. And by the way, both times it was down to the last yeah. action. No, you were right and they there. They were right yeah. there. You could see the castle. You yeah. could see the cemetery. Your it's, the it's theme works really well. Right that. there it, with it. Sounds an inch. like Tom. You have some personal experience with this. <laughs> I sure did. I, <laughs> I burned like the Dickens. Yeah, I burned up yeah. uh, my uh, my. My mouth was it was, uh, so was close, too, bi- too big for my heart. I was one. I was. It was, it was right The there. last turn yeah. flipped over the three cards, and I got the one card I didn't want to get, and that was the that was the end of that.
3: Yeah. in uh, uh, my I, game,
0: I barely made it away from the castle. I like I went into the lowlands
2: or whatever, and and just I, the plains. Or, yes. And I just basically posted up there, tried to kill as many of the things that my bonus told me to get. And then turn around. I was like, okay, I'm going home. I do wonder if you can win that way. I wonder if the game can, think be, can. can be I you can. I don't broken. think I did it well. Right. I think there is a place where you can sort of bounce back and forth in that zone. So uh,
0: if you guys, if this sounds familiar to you out there, uh, that's because the game is very similar to Clank. Uh, to be, uh, For those who don't know what Clank is, Clank is a, de- is a simple deck building game like this in which you are thieves going into a dungeon. And the dungeon is populated by a big, mean dragon. Mm -hmm. And you start off with a very simple hand of cards, and you work your way down into the dungeon. And some of the things you do create clank. That means you make noise. (laughs) And when you make noise, you you put these little clank cubes out, and they go into the dragon's bag. And periodically, you're going to play a card that is going to have a dragon symbol on it. When you do, you draw a certain number of dragon cubes out. The black ones, nothing happens. But ones of your color are going to damage you, and eventually you can die and the thing is you're trying to get as much loot as you can and get out before you die right. and when mm-hmm. one person dies, that's what triggers the clock that ends the game mm-hmm. uh, I think four turns after that anybody anybody still uh, subterranean is is dead right um so Jennifer said something interesting. she was like, you know I was a little she was a little disappointed that the richard that richard garfield turned out a game that was so functionally similar to another game she was like hmm. it's richard garfield like he's he's a genius he makes amazing games and she was like a little disappointed that it was so close to another game and i've been thinking about that a lot and i think it it's true that it, that's a true statement um but i got to say i kind of like the hunger better than clank and it's in, it's in little ways. But I think the theme of going out at night and having to make it back before dawn just feels... There's something about that story that you're telling, which will tie into yeah. what we're going to talk about in a little bit.
2: And also, Devil's Advocate, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing your own version of something that works. Sure. Why, why does every game have to be somehow new or different? There's many games that overlap and and simply the skin or how they use it is you know a tweak. Sure. I mean all stories do that. Why not? Why not games? I think he just loved that and said this is the best one of those I can do.
0: It's a good point. A- and there's yeah. no reason why that's not valid. I mean now you know me. The moment, uh, the, the moment I hear that you're going into a dungeon to uh, steal treasure from a dragon, you uh, just love it. My you, 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 can't, you can't, like, is there, are there elves? Are there dwarves? I, it, it gives me a headache, most, <laughs> mostly because I fall asleep immediately and my head hits oh, the Tom. keyboard. Uh, but no, vampires does it for you. Here's the so, here's the thing when I play Clank, okay. I'm going down there, and I'm a thief, and I'm trying to get this treasure. And there's little, there's locked rooms, and you got to find a key to go through the lock rooms. And that's it's fun enough and stuff like that. But when I'm a vampire, and I'm going out and hunting, and I'm like, who am I going to kill? Oh, little Fontenoy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he looks delicious. Yeah. Each
2: card of human victim is its own little character, and it is cute and cool and funny
0: which brings the art. Yeah. So we should talk cuz yeah. cuz when you say vampire game, you can you can think kind of there's a range. Gory. There's a, there's a huge range. There's a big range, range right? Yeah. art rated sort of where one. Where would you say this game? This falls. is this
2: is like PG-13, I think. I think
0: it's like I I kind of disagree. I really? think it's PG. Okay. I don't All even right. think, I don't think, I mean
2: PG that you see blood and I think that's a big difference for parents. If we're thinking, you know, do you see blood? though? No, absolutely, see blood when he's no. stuck on her neck. There's red gushing out. For sure, there's blood on the cards in the pictures.
0: I don't know, barely, barely. It's Beautiful art. The the art is is and it is, works is is kind of what would you say Western anime? Uh, sure, yes. it, I mean, it's, it's cartoonish. It's, caricature. it's definitely it's character, character
1: cartoonish. I suppose I would say this: like you know, like there is a one character and it basically looks like Tiny Tim. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. and, and the question is. You know when you feed on Tiny Tim? Yeah. What age range is that? Exactly. Age yeah, well, yeah, thirteen.
0: Like where, where does that fall? You yeah. Know, cause, and cause, to be clear, you guys said something wrong earlier. You were uh, like, you kill these people. You don't kill them. The reason that the yeah, ha- the cards are still in your deck. You. Yeah, you're right. Is that you have mesmerized them yeah. and they're and like them, now. but they're your minions. Yeah. They're going around with you. Oh. You because, don't, because that's better. The only ones well, <laughs> you're vampires. The better. only ones you kill are the ones you digest. Right, which is hard to do, by the
2: way. It's not easy to cycle cards through to get them out of your deck and thin it out. Which, by the way,
0: was the same thing in Clank. Clank has a way to cull your deck, but it is also very rare that you have a card to do that and very hard to do. But the reason is, is it comes down to shuffles. Mm -hmm. How many times do you shuffle your deck in the game? If you shuffle your deck a lot, if it's a longer game, then culling your deck becomes a much more viable strategy. Sure. If, however, you don't have that many shuffles, then culling your deck is rarely going to be a an, an a strategy, right? Because you're true. not going to have f- enough time to do. I
2: think for two of them, for two of us last night, you, they were making moves where it's like, well, I'm never even going to play this card, so I might as well take it. Yeah. It was so late in the game that you didn't have to even worry about your deck. You were just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. We're never going to get to it again. So,
0: to, to give a sense of of the fun of the game, uh, people that you feed on sometimes they have attributes. Yeah, right. Uh, I had one that had uh, holy water. Jake mm-hmm. had Jake I had, had, a, couple Jake had a couple that had holy that's, water. That's tough. And when you draw a holy water person, you can't hunt that
2: round. That's right. And my whole strategy was hunting. I was like yes. posting up and just grabbing as many yes. threes as I could.
0: I yeah, had tough. I had a couple people that had the attribute spicy, yeah. <laughs> and when I feed off of them, when their yeah. card comes up, I have to immediately yeah. move, use all of my movement to go toward the nearest well. Right, which is often in the wrong direction. In my case, it yeah. always was yeah, in the wrong yeah, yeah. direction. Yeah, that messed you up a bit. It messed me up big time. But that's funny. You're 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 drinking spicy yeah. blood, and you got go no, to go to a well. it works. It's, I think it works really cute. well. It's cute. It's funny. There was a, another. What was the one that confused?
1: Confused. Oh, yeah, yeah, but but confused. basically, they're intoxicated. So you're 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 yeah. feeding on a drunk like, person, and now you're going the wrong way. You have to yeah. go the wrong way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's uh, and that, that was uh, that's also disastrous mm-hmm. in the wrong situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are other little tidbits where if you land on a player, and that's where you end your turn. Oh, gotcha. You get to bump them one yeah. in a different direction. Yeah. We we we. Thought that uh, basically everyone wrote me off at around round uh, mm. around ten or eleven. They were like, oh yeah, Tom's Tom's dead. We were and, right, but but Paul is going to make it. I was I came way closer close. than you thought. I came way closer <laughs> yeah. than you thought. And but we thought well, Paul's in, Paul's in the Paul's in the good situation here. Yeah, the
2: bumping thing, and actually that's what killed off uh, in the other person that died in our first play. Ben. Um, ben. I bumped him twice. Totally, <laughs> by the way, totally by accident—not by accident,
1: but like I was just running for my yeah. life. Yes. Side note: Like, so I was in—I uh, was in Indiana when uh, Ben was playing this game, and uh, he was live texting me. As you know, he goes, "Oh, this is a cute game. It's, it's delightful game. Just Delight-. like," and then he goes, "Screw this game." <laughs> 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 yeah' so like oh, I was like oh i am actually there I see the progression yeah, no the- it was an accident gotcha and he and, got burned
0: and I believe that's when he did it yeah, I, I, it I believe that's when you, you it's got it is a great player elimination mechanism, yeah because it only happens in the last round of the game, yeah so you're not sitting around no out you get to play the game and you and the entire game is about I have a hand of cards that can move me, which I need to do. But I get points by taking cards that move me not at all. Mm-hmm. And how do I balance that? Mm-hmm. How do I? How far do I go? Yeah. How much do I tempt fate? And the winner is almost always going to be the person that judges that correctly.
2: Who was it last
0: night? I forget. I I, I Paul, don't. I, I can't I'm remember. Sure, I'm pretty sure Paul was the big winner. Oh right. Was Paul the yeah. big winner? Yeah. yeah big no, winner. it was. Paul. It was. I think for Paul. sure. It was Paul. It was and Paul. In, yeah, in the first yeah, game, was I, I was in the first game. I was the big winner. You but did win the first I, game. Yeah. I think there's a. a Surprisingly a lot to explore in the game in terms of can you play a game where you mostly stay around the the, the, the plains and don't go very far, where you use less movement and more hunting.
2: Yeah. No, it's I, it's a good game for a casual gamer like myself.
1: Like,
0: I think the only reason why I won was because I came up with I go, like here's what I'm going to do and I executed it and mm-hmm. it worked out okay. You, you, well, you were got, able to establish you, you that a, early a, on, I guess. Your familiar was a particularly good one. It was for what you were doing. Top? No, it worked out. And then you for got you. the rose that fed mm. that that synergized very very well, hundred mm-hmm. percent. But like, what I really did was I go like, oh, I'm not. I'm going to
1: sacrifice early kills mm-hmm. for movement. You, you were way out ahead. Yeah, and then the reason why I did that was because I go like, oh, well, if I keep on killing people what's going to happen is i'm going to be slow getting out i'm going to have uh, a bloated hand and when i'm coming back my hand will even be more bloated mm-hmm. so my thought process was get to like the rose which would gives a little good bonus very good bonus mm-hmm. and then when i'm running back start eating people or on, on the some, way back on the way back and it just worked out like it like it would not have worked out had i not had a special item that you know i, I picked up along the way like and it was really interesting is like when you die, if you're playing right, like, you know, you are actually just one turn away from making it. Like, like yeah. that, that's what's really interesting. Yeah. Like, because, like, I think people intuitively have an idea of, like, where the tipping point is. Uh-huh. And they're just not as accurate as they think about uh, what you're Nailing calling. the uh, the land. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and luck of the draw. 100%. But like, So, if you're playing the game properly... You can you can get messed up by simply the order in which your cards come Absolutely. out. Absolutely, like, like, there is a shuffled deck. I, I thing should happening. I should have survived this, but all of my you movement cards were at the bottom so of my much, deck,
2: and then it is random. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's let's talk about who this game is for. It's not really for our group because it is lighter than what we normally play. Yeah, but um, uh, I think that this is a fantastic. Family game as long yeah. as the, the the vampire of it isn't too bad. But I once think again this is a great gateway for people who've never
2: played a game before. I think it's a good I think this one really sets it up because it's quick to learn. Like yeah.
0: how long did it take to, to play? To play, we, uh, we like did two it hours, under two hours. But I think, so. and then we, this was, a, we, played was a, f- time, we played our so second. We played a four player and a it. five player. Well, I had to teach it to everybody else. Oh yeah, that's true. We we played a four player version and a five player version. It plays up to six, which is an attraction.
2: Yeah, it didn't feel slow to me with five versus four. It no, still, no. still
0: moved pretty quick. Which which brings up the point of how much player interaction is there in the game. And the answer is not that much. You can bump people. You, you can, can snag someone's spot. You can hunt the person that they wanted to right, hunt. Right, steal their card. That's yeah. right. You can get the treasure that they were going to try and get. So there's some things. There's some things. It's not quite multiplayer solitaire, but it's you know, but if playing with six players is not all that different than playing with four players, that says something about the, uh, about the, I think you could play this
2: solo. Honestly, if you don't mind and you just wanted to like try it out, see, like optimize your own, whatever you could, it'd yeah, be fun. Probably could.
1: I feel like when I look at this game, I go like, this is a companion, not companion, like around the same tier as ticket to ride where I would play with the people who I go, Oh, here are people who uh, who are wanting to play a game, and they're not going to sit sit for a, mm-hmm. a forty five minute hour teach, mm-hmm. and they just want the fun of interaction. And even though, like you know, there isn't a lot of like player interaction here, there's a lot of banter interaction because a lot of the the, the texture really promotes this discussion and this I laughter. Agree. And so, like, you're, you're, if you're trying to create an experience for people who aren't normally gamers, mm-hmm. I think. I think this is a a, a great way of doing. It. There are other games that do this. Sure. I think this is you know something that is pretty accessible because for whatever reason, society is
0: fairly vampire tolerant. Yeah. Which is no, no, no. They are well that, certainly <laughs> certainly the way it's presented here. Mm-hmm. It it could not be presented more lightly and I more agree. fun. Um. Yeah. Look, it's a deck builder game, mm-hmm. and well, I've often said that the primary experience in a deck building game. Is shopping. Mm-hmm. You are. Mm-hmm. I, oh, look! I have eight points. Here are to my spend. options? What can I get? I I could buy. Oh, I could buy him, or I could buy her, or I could buy that, or I could buy this familiar. It's like, what do I want to buy? Shopping is fun. Mm-hmm. We like that, right? Shopping mm-hmm. is uh, shopping. Is People like a choice. Fun experience. Yeah. This game compounds that. By ooh, how much of my points do I want to spend on movement versus how much do I want to buy one of these cards? Right, the hunt yeah. part of it versus the movement. Sometimes the movement is going to give you something else, so you're going to get two things. Oh, I get to visit the crypt and get one of these things, and I get to and I get to hunt and, and get that person. Those are very pleasurable things, and they're very pl- they're very understandable yeah. from non for non gamers. Yeah, right? I agree. That's why uh, Dominion is such a big hit is that the the shopping experience of that game is is just flat out pleasurable for just about anybody as you're as you're putting things together. My question for you Jake is what do you think is the low end of the age range for mm-hmm. this game?
2: I think you could have someone as young as 8 playing this game. If,
0: uh, that would be my. I, I wish that, I'd written down on a piece of paper because I was thinking eight. Yeah, I, was I, eight. I
2: think eight is you know you you're, you're, a kid at that age is like a person.
0: I mean, yeah, they, yeah. they've
2: got they've got their own thing going a person on. Person light. Well, I just mean <laughs> yeah, I, I think they can understand the rules. And, and, and at ten, ten, I th- and ten, I think they're and at ten, they're making the strategy. Moves. Yeah, absolutely. that's right. At yeah. ten,
0: they're considering what they did last time. Maybe. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and I think it, I think it's a really good game for a family. You could play it up to six people. It's kind of fun and light. It is... It, it tells a story. It totally tells a story. It totally tells a story. And the story comes to a... It climaxes very well. Yeah, it's got and a you big, bring it to
2: life with your choices, which yeah. is kind of cool.
0: It's got a big end. Yeah. It's got a big end. There's, yeah. a, there's almost always going to be one or two people that are racing to get back before the... I mean, that sort of Damocles with that
2: sun tile moving closer and closer. Yeah. Way, you It has a certain sense of urgency to you, the whole thing. 100%. Yeah.
0: Go, going with the... Gl-
1: Classics. Oh well, so it's was it was very nice. damn. It's very nice. nice. Well Every once gamers. in a while, casual gamer, everyone.
0: <laughs> Every once in a while, Jake just reminds you that I'm not. I'm not casual about everything. Okay, I'm a, uh, I'm a, Don't I'm blow a, my cover. I'm, I'm deep, very casual. I'm a deep, deep person. That's right. Um, that is the hunger and. Uh, it, it's a it's a game that I did not expect to recommend as as much as I actually do. I think that it's enjoyable. F, I think that for for gateway gamers, for lighter gamers, and for family gamers, I think it's actually a really fun yeah. game. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think uh, as long as you know what you're
1: buying, like you know, oh don't, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the real context. Like you that's know, like, right. if, if you're, you're
2: one of the guys that does the five hour, you know, campaigns mm-hmm. where you're trying to be a political, mm-hmm. whatever, this, this is not this is not for you.
1: I like even if you're a like a big uh, magic fan, I, I don't know if this would be the game. This is it's really designed for, like the the family game night or the yeah. The, yeah. the intro game night.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And good in that sense. Now let's move on to our member specific segment. Jake, you wanted to talk about what?
2: I wanted to talk about story in games, mm-hmm. and you know, there's so many of us that are storytellers in as jobs in our game group sure and all three of us all three of us and it's i think what what i see often is either the story or not the story. like how how potent is the story in the game i'm playing is yeah. something that i look for right away sure. for me from my lens and i think as storytellers that's something that's just you know going off in, in the back whenever you look at anything
1: really and is it a is it a draw to have i assume yes, yes but for me yes is it like is it so detrimental if it does not have it Yes,
2: for me specifically. Yes, like though if, I know I'm on one end of the spectrum quite a, quite a bit. Sure. For me, if the, if it's just like the bones of numbers uh, but, and, and Jake,
1: but but do you like
2: teach you? I love teach Do you like Scrabble? Do you like Scrabble? Doesn't have a story. I love Scrabble. Oh 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 no. Um, oh, no. Um, and I um, love crossword oh, puzzles. No. <laughs> but I don't think of those as games the way I, this, I wouldn't put those in the same category as board gotcha, games. Gotcha. Yeah. L- ones
0: Does it are, feel like an ambush, Jake.
2: No, that's all right. I do, I do enjoy crosswords, and I do enjoy teach you and I love Sudoku, and I oh, love all true. those number stuff. But I don't classify those as board games in my mind. That's just like a separate thing. I don't sure. know. Sure,
1: interesting. Like, no, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, you know, I there's like abstract, yeah. And then there is like narrative, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Exactly. And, and you're probably, and I don't want to speak for you, but like, you're probably a person who comes to game night. For the narrative. Absolutely. Because I know you play a lot of <laughs> words with friends. <laughs> I play a lot of word.
2: I, pl- I do the crossword every day. Mm-hmm. I like playing a lot of Scrabble. Sure, sure. And, you know, the number puzzles. If I'm really bored, I'll do some number puzzles. Mm-hmm. That's just to keep a different part of my
0: brain going. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, so we, we talked about it. Abstract strategy games yeah. uh, are one end of the spectrum. Yeah. And then storytelling games yeah. where the point of the game is storytelling so it's kind of like from checkers to detective as just an example well, actually, which, like
1: i would go for an even more extreme version where there are games like seafall and things that are writer driven games where you're just you're, you're going to the next bit to hear what the writer has said for the story Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's detective mm-hmm. though, right? Is detective. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I, yeah, I, I don't actually. No, those detective. are both <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, you go to the next location and you draw the card and you and read it tells what you the, more what of the, the story, yeah. the interview yeah. with the the yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. And I
1: find that experience, you know, reliant completely on the sophistication of the storytelling.
0: Correct. Oh, sure. But, yeah. Well, yeah, if that's and, what you're leaning and on, and it's our, gotta be a good story. And here's the problem. The problem is, is that um, we are a lot of us are professional storytellers and have been for a long, long time and a lot of the people that are making these games are uh not. well they're game <laughs> designers first and foremost yeah. and, 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 brilliant, that's a, and that's it. a different skill set it's a totally different thing and we have found the narrative to be a little lacking you know not in every situation mm-hmm. but we've we've often had criticisms of the narrative
1: yeah I would say like I've never found a game that is writer driven to be intensely compelling, Uh, like, like take Seafall, for example, I had a really good time playing Seafall, but I only had a good time playing Seafall because I was playing with people that I adore. Mm. And uh, ultimately it shifted from like, you know, playing with it and watching Trey melt down. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the, 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 because like, you know, because yeah, like the things that like, you know, Trey would melt so down. So to be about, clear, playing with people you adore and, and watching, watching them melt just, down. watching them de- destroyed, yeah. be destroyed. I, I am the vampire. Yeah, <laughs> <that's not laughs> so clear. But, but like it was this thing where like, you know, the first, it, it does a very good job. The the opening of Seafall is very good. It does something, well, you know, like it's, I'm not going to spoil it because it's, <laughs> no one's playing it now. And then it, it's, it's years old now. But like you start off with a character, the first round, like you go, you go out and then all of a sudden, your characters are gone. <laughs> and then, like, you, cut, you start with your real characters, and then now you go, like, what happened to them? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And so that, that's that, that's a good hook. Uh, but eventually, like, as we were going through, we are discovering these things, and, like, it's a hard balance to balance the gameplay and the story. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you can have a great story engine, and then the gameplay goes, like, oh, this is not fun to play. I'm basically grinding to get to the next... Yeah. Uh, uh, cut scene, right? Yeah, that when that's exactly that's exactly right. And and, and so and, and that grind is, is you know we we didn't finish Seafall because of that because like the grind was just too much. Matt just happened to pick some things that he had no way of knowing would be yeah. like so op, and like Matt would just destroy us uh, as far as like collection of like resources mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we're like going now we're just watching Matt win right. in order to get to the next cut story, which we don't even know if it's going to be that good. Right. right. So so that, that's I mean, one extreme
0: it, it, it sounds to me like matt had a great time playing Super it fun. does
2: <laughs> i'm happy for him
0: i too had a great time but i shifted no, to the, blend,
2: the blending of the story and how much it matches the content and the gameplay obviously that's the whole thing if you could do it well yeah. that's well, a huge draw for people like
1: me like what's your what's your
2: uh what's your go-to story game do you know which one i like a lot which is crazy to me but the, the, remember the one where you're you're it's day to night and the, the tiles are shifting. Oh my god! In it's a like, circle, it's that cloud and one, right? The cloud one, and you're hopping from place to place. Oh, okay. I know that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But in my mind, cloud age. No, it's called. Uh, oh what? god, it's got a beautiful bird on it. Is it, it Cloudspire? Uh, it's got like hexagonal pieces that you literally are moving and flip them from day to night. So the night is spire.:
0: Is that what spire? Maybe that it's is? Called. like cerebria? Mm,
2: Cere- I don't know. It, it, Casual it, gamer. Yeah. not remembering it I, I, but Matt that it one different. yes that game to me it somehow merged it perfectly
1: interesting that
2: one for me is i'm in that space like like I'm you're, you're watching you're, that story unfold it's not a hero killing a dragon mm-hmm. it's not a narrative per se for of sure. character but i'm in
1: that world and i'm watching that day and night unfold. and cuz it's interesting cuz I, I remember playing that game with you and i know you really enjoyed it i was going like I don't know if I would go like, oh, this is the the story that that's yeah. going to hook Jake.
2: But but you know it puts you in a world. Oh sure, just sure, like no. just like sometimes you're watching a movie and just being in that world, it's it's its own thing.
0: The same way that Tom loves elves and dwarves, in, yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's only yeah, yeah, elves and yeah, dwarves yeah, exclusive. Yeah. I love them when they're when they're done well. When they're a placeholder with nothing to offer other than that <laughs> other than that thing. I don't like. Look, I think that there are there are levels of storytelling in games. Sure, sure, sure. right, yeah. I think that they... If, There are storytelling games. Mm -hmm. And those are games in which the game is entirely about unfolding a story. Mm -hmm. So Detective, Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective, Chronicles of Crime, all of those are writer-driven. Wasn't
2: there like a Cthulhu one where you're in a house that also tells a story? There's a Mansions of Madness. Mansions of Madness, Madness. absolutely, absolutely.
0: There's King's Dilemma, Mm -hmm. which we haven't got to the table yet. Uh, Betrayal Legacy, Betrayal of the House on the Hill. Um, Robinson Crusoe, Arabian Nights. These are all games in which you're trying to. You're, you're literally Crusoe. telling a story. Hear? I heard
2: you, it. I didn't say anything because whatever. Keep
0: like, going.
1: Like Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe. It, it,
0: it, I don't know if this, uh, i Have I been saying it wrong the whole no, time? You haven't. Uh, me, please? L- no, a lot of people say it both ways. Okay, I, I don't. Okay. I, I've never heard it before. That's all. A, a person who has the actual last name Crusoe says it the way I say it. They, they, Interesting. Uh, they tend to. But but Robinson Crusoe is the way people say it a lot. No, no I don't. This, I'm learning. No,
1: no, don't don't judge me.
0: It's a good IP. <laughs> it's it's a French. It's name. a great IP. Uh, so, but in those games, like Betrayal on the House on the Hill, being a mm-hmm. classic example, um, and I'm not talking about Legacy. I'm talking about the original Betrayal on the House on the Hill. You will play that game, and you got about a thirty percent chance of the story making sense at right. the end. Mm, right, because right. it's all these different elements. Same thing with Arabian Nights. You play the game and you go to here and you get this element you get this element and sometimes things align and oh, that tells a coherent story from mm-hmm. beginning to end and sometimes it's Mad Libs. right? You know what I mean? You right. got this and this and it, doesn't, it just doesn't come together. So when it works, fantastic. When it doesn't, not so much. But then there are games that are not storytelling games but are games that tell a strong story mm-hmm. straight through. Twilight Struggle. Mm -hmm. right twilight struggle Mm -hmm. you're playing a game but you're also telling the story of the cold war right you're also Mm -hmm. experiencing oh remember remember when asia fell to to the communists
2: first game i ever played that you played with me bsg oh yeah that tells a great story you're in that world like yeah but that 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 literally sucks me into the hobby
0: yeah there's no text you're reading it's not text but it's 100 you're playing
1: that world's game basically any ip right any ip has that uh, that situation, a Game of Thrones, yeah, you know, like yeah, I suppose
0: Dune, Dune, exactly. Dune,
1: it works, so, yeah,
2: so, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, it can work, yeah. Uh, and I, but, I, Pandemic Legacy is another mm-hmm. example where you are learning an yeah. evolving story, even though there's not a lot of text to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. to be to be led
1: to. So here's like, I'm, I'm infamous for being a person who says like I don't really care about story, in okay, because I, I'm I'm heartless. <laughs> uh, but but like the question is like, can a story? hurt your game experience, you know, as far as like, if you don't like, like the IP, for example. Yes, I think
2: there's been a few examples where there's been game makers who've chosen some stories that felt a little, like, historically, uh, what are, the, what are the words I'm using here? But like, yeah, oh, yeah. Def, insensitive. Yeah.
0: Uh, there was uh, our prison architect, a popular, a somewhat popular video game was being adapted into a uh, a board game and it was canceled because they were like, you know what? Do we want to glorify the, you know, exactly. right? And there, and there I think have been there was some games where right people call. were
2: like, oh, looking at it like now, I don't know if this is a story I want to be telling. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it definitely... So it definitely yes, can to your be, point, yes, it can be a detriment, of course. But I think at the end of the day, licensed IP draws in more people than it, than it pushes sure, away, no. right? Like, like, for example, all I, I know
1: a game that Tom would buy an expansion for would be the uh, Lord of the Rings Mocker expansion, uh-huh. where, where you go and have, like, all the elves uh-huh. and, 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 like, you know... The high council has to just have a political conversation. And, and I think, like, that's the way you get Tom to play elves and
0: dwarves and all that stuff. Hundred <laughs> percent.
1: That's not yeah, crazy yeah, at all, by heartbeat. the way.
0: <laughs> but it's not. But but I'm going despite the IP, not uh, for the IP. I don't know. And by man. the way, I got no problem with Lord. of the Rings. I think Lord of the Rings is fantastic. What was okay. the Treasure okay.
2: Hunter game? From I'm not like going to name my or... kids
0: after it. I'm not a, I'm not a the psychopath. Monster. That's right.
2: There was a Treasure Hunter game a little bit where you go into like the Yucatan or something, and you're going it's up. Call. The, yeah, that it's same thing. It put me call. in that world so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't have a story. Mm-hmm. But But the the character is clear. The mission
0: is clear. That's actually a slightly different category, which I wanted to get to, Okay, third category. So if storytelling games where you're literally reading text and telling a story as you go, there's games that tell a story like Twilight Struggle or Battlestar Galactica where you're not reading out a story, but but for sure the game is is creating a narrative. Yeah, exactly. Then there are games where I tell myself a story. Yeah, that's good. Which is like Takal is that way. Democker. I'm. I'm. Are I am guy. having a political campaign. Yeah. It's not telling a story quite like uh, Battlestar Galactica is telling a story, right? Because I'm not playing a character yeah. per se. I'm not going through a you know a, a story, but I'm definitely engaged in something that I can personify for me. It's a setting that allows you to create yeah. the world. Agricola. That's right. Agricola. And- like I love my my mom and pop farmer yeah. at the beginning of Agricola as I'm building my farm. I'm I'm jealous of the stone house that you just built Jake and sure. I wish I wish we could do that but we invested all our money in these cattle and we have to raise these cattle. I tell I tell myself a story like that all the time. Chakarian is another is another sure. game that that It doesn't tell a story outright, but it but it creates the setting is so good that it allows you to create your own story as you're playing. I
2: like this category that you created, and I like that there's a big variance of how much the player brings to that. Because like the one you were just talking about is basically meeples, and your creative mind allows you to still do that same thing. Whereas for me, it's a lot harder to tell myself that story when the literal overlay is so much less. So would yeah. the hunger
1: fit into the uh, hunger? Works better for me in it, that regard. Is it more like for Carrion, or is it more
0: like? Uh, I, think it's, I, think I think it's, think it's more like BSG. Boat. I think it's because I think it is telling a story in it the has sense a that it it's got a climax, it's got yeah. a third, it's got a first, second, and third act. Yeah, it it's, does. You know, you are personified. You are playing mm-hmm. a person, yep. a, a vampire Your character, has a name, is doing something. So yeah, you know. So it's a little more like uh, uh, like that. I think. You know, but, because, but it does because we're talking about space. pandemic legacy as being in mm-hmm. the same space. Yeah. It is definitely in the same space as pandemic legacy yeah. in terms of telling an evolving story. So
1: the question I have
0: is like, is one form better than the other?
1: I don't. I know we don't like to use the word better as far as like uh, as I far think, as preference. I like, think
2: one category will scratch a certain kind of gamer's itch better mm-hmm. than another, mm-hmm. and I think certain gamers will
1: fall into categories mm-hmm. where they're like, this one does it for me, or that one does it for me. Because like the the you know like. This carry part, like I, I never think of myself as a magician. Going here's my magic don't. trick. No, I, I look at it as an abstract. I see. I, I go like, oh, but, but here's the here's the thing that I do. Pa- Paul has no heart. Was, <laughs> you remember? No, but this is don't literally go. the spectrum we were just talking about. Is yeah. e- I'm on the spectrum. What, yeah, yeah <laughs> you're, you're on the spectrum. <laughs> well, well, but, but here's well, here's the way I would see it. Like you know, I actually don't play any of those three times. Mm-hmm. I play uh, what I would call the, the fourth one, which is like this meta-story that I'm telling. 'Cause I'm playing against all my friends. Mm-hmm. And that that infinite never ending story, like never yeah. ending <laughs> story La 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 You know, that that's the that's what I'm playing. Like, yeah. So when I play Tracarion, when I play Santiago or all these things, I'm playing the story that I'm creating with my friends. Like, you know, yeah. like yesterday, like uh, it's gonna be a great memory because you know yeah. because Tom was for all like he he was playing like I'm
3: burning, And he goes, yes.
1: <laughs> that's really I, smart. I, I, agree I, I with larped that. it. I larped it. Yeah, yeah. you you you, you, you nope. did you did you, you played your role.
2: Like you know, yes. like, uh, I love what you're saying because honestly, that encompasses the majority of my game nights certainly. in general. Because as the casual gamer, I often lose. Mm-hmm. I'll try something that's really complicated, love it, learn it, but like I can't get it in my first try, and then. Th- The thing that I took away from that night is exactly what you're saying, is the meta experience of having fun with my friends was the memory, not the subset of I was a vampire and I burned up memory. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think in
0: general for me, if you can incorporate story into a game and incorporate it well, it's a big value add. I agree. But that's not to say where do the impulses of story and game clash right where does because they don't always intersect well. well well
2: the story has a certain uh need right it yep. has needs it has it has requirements to 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 get to certain to the end and really. what does that do to what and does that, that do to that game that obviously limits your choices correct that's that's the balance because if you had just free form do whatever you want you're never going to get to where they want you to get
0: it forces it can force it, it, a game it forces your choices and and make it feel like it's less open-ended, less yeah. sandbox. And the more sandbox the game is, sandbox games can be really, really fun, but it's super hard to tell a good story But in the if sandbox.
2: they can mask it so it really feels like you're making decisions and you still get to go where it wants to take you, that's the sweet spot,
0: I think.
1: Right. I think, uh, like ben talks about this a lot, about Coinbra. Is that the part? Is yes. The game? And like he, he uses the, the, the words, it doesn't have a third act mm-hmm. or a second act, one of those two. It doesn't have an act that, mm-hmm. that feels like there's. he can't you can't uh, uh, what you call it overlay a story on it because it, the the mechanisms work in such a way
0: that there's something missing. Like so. Well, that's there's something to that. that if the first round of a game and the last round of the game play very similarly, that hundred percent can agree. be a problem, right? And I've had the experience
2: many many times where the game feels like it's over and you're mm-hmm. just like, what? That's it. It's over and like I don't even get a yeah. and there's something very lacking
1: in the third. And, and the I'm, question is like, do you think that's a game uh bump or that narrative bump? It's a loss of
2: well, I don't know if they're doing it on purpose. Oh, well, I assume I, they're doing it on look purpose. Like, but for you,
1: do you go like, oh, the
0: story isn't over? Or do that, you go, oh so, so it's not for even for me like a it's g- the story's not over. Just uh, yeah. Interesting. No, no, no. Yeah. look, I love you. I yeah. love Ricochet robots, mm-hmm. I love games that are just games. And if you put if you put story into those games, I would not love them better. I agree. It doesn't help at
2: all. Correct. To, to put little Correct. characters in the numbers when you're playing a number game, yeah. that doesn't do anything.
0: So so for me, uh, competition is its own reward yeah. to some degree in, in, in some games. And, and not every game needs that, yeah. right? But if you can put a little bit in there, sometimes it's, it's weird – How little story you need to put in a game for it to suddenly become a better game for me. Fresh Fish Mm -hmm. is the example I will use. It is this delicious puzzle abstract game. But the moment you say you're just trying to deliver those fish to your shop so that you have the freshest fish and everyone comes to you and everything is about that. And the other shops you have operate on the exact same principle that you just want to be as close to the distribution center as possible because you're going to have everything first. All of a sudden, the game goes from being something purely abstract to I'm telling myself – just enough of a story yeah. to make it more interesting, and I think that's I, I, I like that. I like, like the power of even the slightest narrative element. It's interesting because like there are people who uh, in our group do
1: not like abstracts at all. Like, yeah. you know I, and I'm, I'm curious if if they took that mindset of like, oh, here is this narrative blip, not in a blip, it's not a word, narrative like twist, mm. if that would make it more interesting, like into them. It's it's a very like, like for for example, like I, I'm I think I have. And this is not tooting my own horn, probably next to Matt, the widest range of games that I'll play with people mm-hmm. and, and completely enjoy. Uh, and it's not because, oh, Candace. I, 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 you know, Candace is actually yeah. the, the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but like, you know, but I think the reason is uh, because my narrative is always like uh, about, you the know, playing, the people. not the game. Is it the, the people. So, like for example, in <laughs> Ricky Orshiro, there's always a narrative for me. And the, the narrative is basically, Tom was expecting to win. Yeah, is, this good? is how can we deprive that? Like, it, it, it's not, it's not <laughs> oh, even me. Man. Like, like it's not even me. Like, but like when I watched, like, wh- wh- who uh, was it? Was uh, it? Why is that name blanking out? What's her name? Uh, person. Now. Mel, oh, yeah. When yeah. Mel was, the last time we played Ricochet Robots, like a friend of the podcast, uh, she was here and she, she was w- crushing it. She was
2: crushing it. She was
1: crushing it. it. And, then, and then, like, you know, and, and then, like, I would do some smack talk to Tom, like, oh, I think Melanie's doing really well. <laughs> <laughs> and, and,
0: and it's and Melanie's favorite game, which is why every time she comes, I bring out Ricochet and, Robots. And she's she plays good at it, it all <laughs> the time. that
1: was the meta experience. It, exactly. And, yeah. and, and,
0: and that's the story outside. Yeah. I, like, I
1: have all these little, like, like, these little nuggets of, like, oh, here is. Here are the characters that I have in mind. Because maybe yeah. I don't see you guys as people. Char- Which, <laughs> by the way, and I think maybe you can have something to say about this, Tom. Wouldn't you say
2: that's the experience for any time you play a game with your children? Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. No. Yes. That really it is. You're not doing it for the game experience. You're doing no. it for the
2: experience of playing a game with your kids. That's so right.
1: You got so that, right. that, like, like you know, there's uh, there's that uh, play slash you, uh, Hulu thing that Dimitri was in, uh, In It Up yes. Itself. Mm. and uh, it's basically this show that they record on Broadway, Broadway, probably
0: Broadway, and uh, one of the things that uh, the... When Dimitri was in it, it just means they cut to the audience from time to time, and you're watching this thing. It's like, oh, it's very interesting, very interesting. There's Dimitri! Oh, my God! That's right. (laughs) I I literally cannot experience that the way I want to experience that because, like, several times, they just cut it. Oh, my God, it's Dimitri! That's amazing. (laughs) He's a star. Yeah, he's a star. Cut to Bill Gates. Cut to Dimitri Port. <laughs> Cut to Bill Gates. Like, what, mo- what movers planet? and shakers, um, everyone? What? Movers and
1: shakers. On what
2: planet? This one, apparently.
1: But like, he does something very interesting. Like, you know, where he goes, like, okay, bef- before, like, you have this logbook, and before the the what to call it the the show ends, one person is given this logbook, and they are sent away, and they write what they think happened, and then each. Uh, They come back and uh, someone else gets the logbook. So throughout this whole performance, like not performance, but like, you know, this whole run, there's this huge logbook of like these imaginations, Mm -hmm. these stories that people have uh, created as to what this uh, experience is. And it's a really interesting thing because like you you look at it and you go like, oh, the stories we we put on things is the thing that we really gravitate to.
0: Here's my question. Is theme in games essentially, when we talk about theme in games, are we essentially talking about story in whatever small to large amount we want to? In other I words, think they're adapt- very closely linked. Yes. But they're not exactly synonymous. When I think about when has a game ever been hurt by story? Mm-hmm. I can. I think of two things. I think of games like, uh, you know, uh, Arabian Nights, where the misfires. It's not really the the story's fault. It's actually the game's fault because the game isn't able to deliver coherent stories in a uh, consistent fashion, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, to some degree, it's not a successful storytelling experience. But really, when I think about games that which are hurt by story invariably it's games that i feel have been misthemed Mm -hmm. it's games in which i feel like i don't think this theme is good for the way that this game plays and when it comes right down to it what do i mean by that what i mean by that is the 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 mind pictures that i'm making Mm -hmm. the story that i'm telling myself as i play this game is not is not pleasurable Interesting. I have,
1: a, I have another one that is about storytelling, like Fiasco. Fiasco is it's all about storytelling. An RPG. Yeah. And, and, I, and I go, you know, like the requirement to, to tell a story actually for me makes it unpleasurable. Because, not because like, you know, uh, storytelling is not what I want to do. I, I obviously am that. But the idea of like it goes in contrast to what I feel like I want in a game. Mm. You know, like the, mm-hmm. well, it's it's yeah.
0: I mean, I love Fiasco. First of all, it's uh, one yes, I know, I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> it's 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 not a game in the same way a board game is a game, right? Sure, sure. It's it's a, a, all the time, Jake. Yeah. We we get the question. Well. What what is a role playing game? It's like, well, who wins? Like, who won? Yeah. Who won the Who won yeah. the D and D tonight? Right. Right. You get that question, yeah. and you're like, nobody. Just like, leave me alone. Well, then why answer. is it? A, then how is it a game? Yeah. And it it is, but it's not a game in that in that it's way. It's not a game in
1: that way. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But we hear you. I'm just I'm just saying like no. You, like I I've never played Everdale. Is, is there like I played Everdale. Is, I've never played Everdale. Oh. Uh, is there a game, a board game that has a storytelling element where you have to tell a story? Where you have
2: to tell a story?
1: In the same way that like fiasco does, mm-hmm. like, you know.
0: I don't know. I feel like there should be. I mean King's well, Di- King's Dilemma certainly is mm-hmm. is is that, right? You're making choices about what to do with the with the kingdom mm-hmm. and with your, you know, you know, you're making hard choices and that decides Maybe. what happens. Uh Oath, probably. Okay. I would good. say that there, there could be an argument that that uh that that is definitely telling a story in one form or fashion. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't think story is always a good thing, right? But I do think that more times than not, yeah, picking the right, and even if, even if it is just theme, right? Yeah. Because theme allows me that to tell myself a story yeah. in, this, in, in this game.
2: And if the story part gets too much, that can smother the gameplay. But the theme doesn't smother gameplay because it could be the same game with any number of themes.
0: Which is why I am not that happy with the fantasy themes because I've heard the story too many times. I don't want to tell the story to myself again. Right. I don't want to tell that. So the games that I love are games like Container. Where I am, I am managing a shipping empire through this through these docks. I'm like, I'm, like i I mean, I've never done that. I've never, yeah. I've but, never but he told has, myself that story.
1: But he has, like, had a lot of interaction with gnomes. Apparently,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I understand the want of varying, you know, yeah. experiences, and yeah, the real world ones don't super do it for me particularly. But I get it. Yeah.
0: I get it. Look, there are great TV shows set in. The world of containers. Secret worlds. No, just secret yeah, worlds. Yeah, like yeah. like little like you've never seen Sure. Right. You've the um Like sport the fishing th- show or the ice truckers or like just crazy Correct. stuff
2: that you'd never experience otherwise. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. And,
0: and and it's exciting to to walk in another person's shoes and to live in a in a yeah. world where you didn't understand what that what that was before. There's to a me, draw there. that's a lot of that, there's a lot of good it, games that way. It's interesting because like, you know, uh like
1: it, it really speaks to my understanding of who you are. For example, like if I were to go to Jake, I go like, "Who would you rather be, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker or Han Solo?"
2: Luke Skywalker, of yeah, course. You, would, yeah. But Tom
1: is a pure Han Solo person. Yeah, <laughs> his, his favorite, you yeah, know, no, his, uh, yeah. I, I, and it's
2: I, not just—it's not just like a hero. Like I'm not—I'm not saying one's more of a hero per oh, uh, se I, or an alpha, but the idea of the magic
1: powers uh, and the lightsaber—that's and, 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 it. And Tom's favorite superhero, you do you know what it is? No, James Bond. It is. And, and, and do you know why because because tom is a person who really likes uh like grounded plus mm-hmm. you know he, he, yes. he and, and and that's yeah, why yeah. and it explains to me completely why oh let's play containers let's yeah. you know like, yeah, like yeah. i'm, I'm, a I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be a coffee brewer whereas yeah, like right. like <laughs> you and i like you know and i think most of, you know we're power fantasy people we're yeah. like oh I want to be beyond human. Yeah. You know, now that I'm, I'm less than. I'm gonna saying. pretend. <laughs> but, but but you know it, it's this it's this interesting thing. So like you know this theme, I wonder if, if the theme in storytelling has to do with a certain, like the things that you accept are, uh, are grounded in what you kind of mm-hmm. want in life. I'm, I'm I'm sure the answer is yes. Like, you know, like, the the idea of, like, playing, like, you know, a gnome or a elf is appealing to a lot of people. Some people was like, you know, I'd rather just be playing. Like, you you talked about that one time you did the aliens
0: LARP where, you you know, where you had... (laughs) 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 Right, Tom? Yeah, we played... It was at Gen Con, and it was a uh, airsoft LARP. So uh, you have these really good-looking aliens uh, guns and stuff like that. And we're colonial marines going into a, a, a base that's been overrun. Yeah. And it's all these teenagers because they want to play with the airsoft sure. and all this sort of stuff. And they're like, hoorah! And they're, they're going yeah, yeah, to yeah. Space Marines. They, they're giving out the Space Marine characters and they run out of those and everybody's raising their hand. Like, who wants to be the gunnery sergeant? Who wants to be the demolitions guy? People are yeah. raising their hands. I didn't raise my hand for the longest time. Trey, me, and Mark now are are, are playing this LARP. And eventually the guy's like, I mean... We don't really. All we have are these like corporate people left. <laughs> like we have this corporate PR guy. Like, yep, that's me. Yeah. And the whole time, the 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 non-player character, the guy running the thing, who's being the, the tough drill sergeant, who's telling, it, getting everybody yeah. psyched up. After he does his big rah rah speech, I go, "Excuse me, could I just have one minute with everybody? Thank you so much." Listen, smiles are free. Everything you're going to be doing <laughs> is filmed. Okay, you have the 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 ZR seventy fours that you have. They're not moving the way we thought they were. Okay, we really need to showcase the item. so if you could, even if there's no danger, just just. Give us a little something. Give us a little something. And the whole time, they're shooting the aliens. The aliens are shooting back. All this sort of stuff is happening. And I'm just blissfully walking through the experience, getting down right next to him saying, you're not giving me what I'm looking for. (laughs) (laughs) To the point where two-thirds of the way through the LARP, Trey overheard three or four of these teenagers talking about fragging me, talking about killing me to, yeah. <laughs> to end that game. And it was, yeah.
1: But, but that's exactly like, you but know, putting exactly the story it. into what you're playing. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's, it's yeah. I, I think it's a a beautiful rendering of like, you know, your... I won't say mission statement, but like you know what you look for in a, in a game talk. Sure. Look,
0: Burke was the best character in Aliens. He was the smarmy the, the smarmy corporate guy.
1: There we go. Everyone. Tom says that Burke in Aliens is the best character. Character revealing? Who
0: knows? Makes, <laughs> makes the story the best. Oh god, guys, that was great. Uh, Jake, so thanks for the thanks for that topic. We were. Jake said, "What about talking about story in games?" I said, "Well, okay, let's just look through our episodes and yeah. see if we've done it." One episode, amazing. Dimitri talked a little bit about storytelling, but it, it, it's Dimitri. It's going to go in a different direction than it, what we did. i would really different to did this. Yeah. yeah. It was great. No, yeah, yeah. It, it, All Dimitri's episodes are great. No question about it. Uh, I think we have time for one game sommelier. Sure, let's do it. Here we go. Sometimes a player just got to know uh. which game should stay, <laughs> which game should go. Ooh. Which to <laughs> play with my mom, my, dad, my boo. Yeah. Tell me, monsieur, just what to do. Mm-hmm. want to make an impression, but I can't get far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's my 50th play of a Grigola. A million games. Show me the way to the master, the Game Sommelier. <laughs> Je m'appelle Tom. <laughs> I'm un rapper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Gramers, g- hey, Game brainers. This is Matt, a.k.a. Girl Dad from the Imperial Struggle episode. Welcome back, Matt. I have a uh, sommelier, this time... For Games for my dad that my dad and I can play. He grew up playing the old Avalon Hill games, such as Tactics 2 and Gettysburg, and we're currently playing a pretty heavy war game called Fortress Europa. Yes, that is a very heavy game. What are some World War II or other historical-themed games with more of a Euro influence rather than the standard hex-based games? Having a map is a bonus, but open to more abstracted games. Thanks. Um, okay, this is much more of a sommelier, sommelier for me yeah. than, than you guys. Do you have anything to to throw in here? Oh, uh, like... I my favorite World War Two game that
1: is uh, Euro esque and it's not even that. Uh, it's probably not in the size that uh, Matt wants, but like uh, the Normandy games, Undaunted know. Normandy. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, know,
0: Undaunted Normandy and Undaunted Africa, North Africa is yeah. one of the very
1: first things I was going to say. Yeah, it's it's you know I I think as far as skirmish World War Two is.
0: It is like a perfection in its what it's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's a very, very good um, uh, skirmish level uh, war game. I think it's it's a great game and and plays short. I think that should be something in 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 Matt and his dad's wheelhouse. They should definitely get it. It, it does seem like he's playing like you know day long games. <laughs> well, yeah, but the question is is more Euro influenced games. Mm-hmm. Invariably, that's going to mean Shorter. not, so, yeah, not so, yeah. not so long. So, uh, listen, when we talk about war games that are that are euro games, there is no better intersection of those two impulses than Twilight Struggle. It's not World War II, mm-hmm. uh, but it is a Cold War game that has a lot of war game elements that that plays wonderfully. And if you and your dad uh, gel on that and get into that, that's a game you will play hundreds of times. It is absolutely amazing. Um, weirdly i'm gonna i'm just gonna i'm gonna pitch war of the ring it, it does your dad Has your dad watched the movies Has your dad read the books is he into that if not then skip it but if he if he at all likes that it's a really good war game it's a really good war game it really works well and does great um then when we get into the harder core war games i'm gonna pick several options for you um one of the things that Uh, made more euro war games were card driven war games and one of the classics of that one of the very first ones was hannibal rome versus carthage Mm -hmm. um it's an absolutely amazing game highly recommend it Uh, people play this game hundreds and hundreds of times never get tired of it it is a battle down to the last man and the last legion oftentimes uh and it's just absolutely wonderful um Napoleon's triumph is a really interesting game. This is during the Napoleonic era, which were, uh, it was line warfare, right? You're, you're you're lining up your artillery, you're lining up your soldiers, and you're marching across these things. And so the pieces are these wooden, long wooden blocks. Uh, and because they're blocks, only you can see what that unit actually represents, right? It's not until like contact... a
2: tile? Sort, sort of, of yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Contact with the enemy, then they can see what it is. It's block, block games, but these are long blocks, and it is a game that is very much about maneuver, right? It is not about just rolling the dice and seeing who wins. It, it, you win this game by successfully flanking the enemy's positions and outmaneuvering them. A- a- absolutely wonderful. Um, and then for a super light World War II game, uh, Memoir 44. It's an older game, but it is a surprisingly good card and die um Normandy experience that can be a lot of fun. So uh, uh check that out. Oh, I, I got another one. Yeah. Uh
1: well, I had the name, it was gone. It is Quartermaster General.
0: Yeah, well, not really two player though, right? That's a that's a
1: You could play, you know, the,
0: Allies versus the Axis, I think. Right? Yeah, um, there, there's a uh, there's a many many quartermaster games, mm-hmm. and each one of them is is optimized for a particular player count. So uh, I don't know if there's a two player one. I bet there is though. So that, that's something yeah. to look into yeah. as well. It's a good idea,
1: guys. It was an okay idea. I, I don't know if it was
0: good. I think it was a good idea. Thank you, Tom. I think it was. Thank you for your. How about support. just the card
1: game? All right, war,
2: look, where you split the deck and you go one, two, you, three, you, war. But, but you have both, but you war. have a War
1: War II themed deck.
2: There you go. There you go.
1: Wow, there you go. By That's
0: the way. Jay- Shark yeah, Tank. That, that, you could sell that, right. the Shark Tank. You could sell that, by the way. Shark Tank. The, 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 the Aces or yeah. Rommel and... The, the tanks the,
2: and the different Rommel troops. and Patton Absolutely, and one, two, three, go. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, there you go. Kickstarter. That's pretty good. You heard it here first, everyone. Casual hey, Give us a shout out if you uh, if you do it,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, and buy those capes. <laughs>
1: Jake,
0: had a great, 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 uh, great topic. You I really had a it, thank you. Really had a great time with it. Was it. That was great. Um, Paul, I, I, of man. I don't miss the three percent that's gone. You, you don't miss it
1: yet. You've
2: just been optimized.
1: I think you've been. Wow, optimized. Yeah. I, I, I like that.
0: I like that ish. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We'll
0: see. We'll see. Yeah. We just, we just, we cleaned out the things that are no longer serving you. That's right. Okay. Uh-huh. Onwards and upwards. Building a better Paul. Ladies oh. and gentlemen, we have a YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash GameBrainPod. We have a Facebook group, a Discord channel. Please get in those games some all eight questions. We do love them so. And if you are going to be anywhere near Dallas, Texas, uh Con is going on from essentially Wednesday to Sunday this week, and Tom, Trey, and Candace from the Game Brain crew are all gonna be there. Come say hi. Maybe we'll play a game together. At the very least, we will, we will chat and Look for to get to know you a little bit. Look for our T-shirts and you have been listening to Game Brain. Produced and edited by Matthew Robinson, Tom Donnelly, and Trey Alsup. Special thanks to Daedalus for our incredible music. More on Daedalus is available at GameBrainPod.com. Thanks to Edamar Peleg for our incredible graphics. You can reach us by email at contact at GameBrainPod.com or on Twitter at GameBrain underscore pod. Thanks so much for listening. Go play some games with friends or make some friends with games.